0: Welcome to the Tutotopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who bugs out from the heartland of America here in St. Louis and uh, leaves for central Italy to live on a rural farm. It's a fantastic adventure and we're looking forward to sharing a little bit with, it, with you um, every week. At least that's the plan. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. It's February 2nd. I'm your co host, Bob, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Hi. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm a little right. tired. Are you I'm good?
0: Yeah, so tell them what we've been up to cleaning. Yeah, we spent the whole
1: Scrubbing grout. Let's see, what else have we done? We've-
0: well, let's let's roll back the clock to last oh, week. Oh, boy, okay. Right? So last week uh, uh, on our inaugural podcast, when we were done with that, we had a real estate agent come over, and um, it sounded great. He had a whole strategy for us and, uh, you know, I think kind of an aggressive um, idea on the price, but a whole plan around that. And so we said, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. And um, then we took the dogs for a walk. In Forest Park and when we came back there was a coming soon sign in our front yard and I think it bothered you a little bit
1: yes it, I think it I think it freaked me out I think um, I, you seem to be very excited by it and I just thought oh my gosh this is for real yeah. so it it took me yes I think I I, I yes <laughs>
0: It it all got real real quick, right?
1: Uh huh. It did. It yeah. did. I mean, we've been talking about this for years and years and years, but it wasn't until I saw the coming soon sign that I think it really sunk in.
0: Right. So, we've got um, a, a photographer, or a videographer, or something like that. Yeah. Coming. Our
1: realtor is our neighbor, um, Greg. Yep. Who's just this great guy, and he's he's got us all set up.
0: So they're coming the next tomorrow or the next day. Tuesday. Like. Yeah, yeah okay. Tuesday. So we've been trying to get the place in ship shape. We had uh we had some mulch delivered and yes. Um that looks great. Uh, so the outside looks fantastic. I've been cleaning the basement and the garage. I've been I I think what I've been doing is debulking. You know what I mean? Like taking big things and taking them out to the alley and putting them in the dumpster and that sort of stuff. I haven't been doing any fine like scrubbing or dusting or any of that kind of business, but getting rid of a bunch of stuff right and mm-hmm. what have you been working on you scrubbed grout
1: I scrubbed grout in the icebox room mm. even though you said oh no it looks good I don't good. know if it makes a difference but oh I don't no think no no
0: no no it makes a difference <laughs> it it's not the same as regrouting but I don't think we're going to get into that yeah. kind of stuff
1: and then after you cleaned out the basement i mopped the mm. basement floor again Probably completely neurotic, but it's something Adeline and Delight would have done.
0: Yeah, our, if they our, had
1: their house for sale. So it's just mothers. in my bones.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird. I think well, it's weird. Well, it, so we've been living here how long? Seven since, years
1: uh, since two thousand and six.
0: So, uh, yeah, seven, yeah. seven and a half years, yes, almost yes. come close on eight years, right? Mm-hmm. And the and we keep a pretty clean house, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say?
1: Yes. I mean, yes, we do. But now that we have animals, I think it's, I think it's harder.
0: No, that's true. But we have every, everything has its place. We don't have a lot of junk out, Mm -hmm. all that kind of business. So it's not like we've got, it's not like, it's not like we've got to fix something that's broken in terms of the way the house looks, but we are working pretty hard. And so it makes me wonder what, what was good enough for us apparently is we don't think is good enough for some people we haven't even met yet. Right.
1: No, I, I get it. I, it's yes, it's, it's completely crazy. It's a I little get kooky. That. I get that. But the
0: place is looking but pretty good. It smells good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we've been doing. Um, I've got a little bit of a cold, but we kind of plowed through that. And now um, we're putting down the podcast. And then we're going to go watch the Super Bowl. We don't have a TV. But this year, the Super Bowl is available online. So um, who are you rooting for? I it could. I'm it's one a of the Se- person, it, It's so... the Seattle Seahawks or the Denver Broncos. You can pick whichever one you want.
1: I would have to say Denver.
0: Okay, then I'll root for Seattle, just okay. so we can have some fun tonight. All right, that's okay. Great. All right, we're going to stick it to you, <laughs> Broncos. <laughs> okay. All right, um, we're still we're still working on the visa and the residency stuff. I found some more information about how to in, um, import a car which I think is going to still be a huge pain in the neck. Are we going to do that? Well, I have a 1974 Toyota Land Cruiser, which is in really good mechanical shape. And it's a great car for driving around, probably driving around the farm and driving to the sea. So it'd be fantastic if we can do it. But its I think it is going to be a little difficult. But I found a, I found a, a, a website that a guy put together. he He moved a car, I think, from California to Italy and has all the details. So...
1: Oh, you didn't tell me. You found it. Yeah, that well, website. I found it today. Oh, huh, fantastic. I was taking, while,
0: I, while you were scrubbing grout. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we uh, we have listener email.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: can I read it to you? Kind it's of exciting. Still, sure. Okay, let's see. Let me find it. It's from... Uh, from our one listener? It's from a listener... That's right. Uh, boy, the print is really small. You t- is from Heather, of Heather and Dave. You two are way cool. I love the music interludes throughout the podcast. It all sounds and looks just magical. I do want to hear more about Pecorino Vino versus Formaggio, for sure. Keep it coming, and thanks for giving us the ability to live la dolce vita vicariously. Ciao, Heather. That's great. I know. Isn't that great? So tell is one... Explain a little bit about the Pecorino grape. I mean, people know a little bit about the cheese. I don't think we have to say so much, but you can go to almost any store and find Pecorino, right, here in the U.S.
1: Pecorino cheese. Cheese, yeah. Not the wine. Yeah, so let's, wine.
0: let's talk about the grape and the wine.
1: I actually don't know that much. I think you know more of the story. All I know is it's a white grape that is indigenous to the Lamarque region, yep. right? Um, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Other than it tastes really good, I don't know much about it.
0: Okay, so let me tell you what I know. And then I want you, since you have a better uh, nose than I do and a more s- sort of sophisticated palate, maybe you could, and you really like the wine. So let me say a little bit of that all I know about the grape, and then you can explain a little bit about the wine. So the grape is, um, it's almost like an heirloom grape. It's been, uh, in, just as you said, indigenous to Lamarque for who knows however long. And there's a a fellow, um, Griffoni, who now has a winery, a vineyard and a winery, who in the 80s was interested in finding heirloom grapes uh, in that area. So instead of, you know, sort of driving around and looking for vineyards, he and his team looked in uh, uh, a bunch of paperwork to find a vineyard that historically had had Pecorino and they found a vineyard. The The man who owned it was about 80 years old and there were still some viable vines. So they took cuttings in the early eighties, went back and grafted them onto modern rootstock. And it took, uh, it took about 10 or 12 years for them to produce really any kind of any volume of grapes, so in the early '90s, Grifoni, um produced his first Pecorino wine, and he really liked it. So then he started growing more and more Pecorino grapes, and they're now uh, you know a big deal. I would say not still not the predominant grape by any stretch, but it's the um, the acreage uh, has sort of gone up exponentially. Um, and so uh, and so that's the that's the Pecorino grape. That's why probably people in the US haven't heard about it and people I, I suppose that many Italians haven't heard heard about it heard that much about it because it hasn't been around that long mm-hmm. in in terms of modern production so explain a little bit about the way the the grape tastes mm. the wine tastes
1: so i was never really a a white grape or white wine drinker i was i favored reds but we went Oh, boy. I don't know when we discovered it. I mean, it was on one of our trips, and I had it. Um, I mean, do you recall when we had it the first time?
0: Mm. No, not I don't really. Know.
1: I don't know. But it's much more minerally. I wouldn't say it's oaky. No. It's uh, uh, really crisp. Um, it depends. It's interesting. So, Paola and... Paolo. 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 Uh, own a vineyard, what maybe a little town, one town over from us,
0: Cosignano.
1: Cosignano, what's their what's uh, for, for
0: Fiorano,
1: Fiorano, Fiorano is, is their um, their vineyard, and it's been fun because they've befriended us or we've befriended them, and we get to taste their wine every year, and it changes. So, one year it can be more salty, the next year it's a little sweeter, um, but. I could I could drink it all day long.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a it it for a white grape. It has a high sugar content, uh, but is very acidic. Mm-hmm. So apparently, it's that you know mm-hmm. that that's kind of a nice balance. But but that means it's pretty hot. It has a high alcohol. Typically, has a high alcohol content. And then one one of the most interesting things that uh, I think is happening more recently is they're doing it as a sparkling. Yes, yes, right? they it,
1: started using that for what we would typically think of as Prosecco. Right. Um, and that's that's really nice. I can't remember, I think, who did that? Um, Choo Choo, I yep. think, is making a, a sparkling out of it, and it's really, really good. So it's not like a Gewürzteminer, I mean, it's not sweet like that no, at all. But no. there's just this, I don't know, It's it's smooth, but salty oh, it's just
0: great it's it's really good um when the weather is well it's good anytime mm-hmm. but but the sparkling is particularly good when the weather's warm and you're eating seafood down by the adriatic that's just i mean it's fantastic yeah. and I, I wasn't a big white wine drinker either but anyway so that's the that's the story of pecorino as we said um we've got about two-thirds of our vineyard is in pecorino its yield is lower we have a third in Montepulciano, which is a workhorse red, and I think that it's going to be about fifty-fifty or sixty-forty in terms of yield, uh, white to to red. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. We'll, we'll hopefully we can sell it to Paolo or to somebody else and um, see what our see what our grapes taste like when it's turned mm-hmm. into wine.
1: Well, we had them. We tasted them as grapes, and they were great.
0: Oh, the grapes are fantastic, mm-hmm. but you know, let's get serious. <laughs> Um, lots of work here trying to dump this place and uh, time to watch the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Time, oh,
1: what are you fixing?
0: What uh, Leftovers. Oh. Yeah. Great. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, that sounds uh, great. Wait a minute. I baked a loaf of bread. Okay. From scratch. Mm-hmm. Sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can, I don't know, something that we can put on some bread.
1: Maybe some cheese.
0: Cheese with bread. Fantastico, Gina. Sounds brava. Great. Okay. <laughs> Gina, let's wrap it up.
1: Okay. If you want to send us an email, our email address is tutodopio at gmail.com. That's T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O at gmail.com. Bob has has printed that out phonetically, so I get it
0: correct. You don't sound like you're reading it at all. Okay, good. (laughs) And you you look great in those reading glasses, (laughs) by the way.
1: Thank you. Oh,
0: here comes my favorite part.
1: Okay. You can also visit us online at tutodopio.com. Please go check out the website. Bob's always adding new things
0: to that. that. That's not my favorite part. Next Oops. one.
1: Or follow us on Twitter. Here it is. <laughs> Our Twitter handle. <laughs>
0: Love that.
1: <laughs> that's ridiculous. Twitter handle. Is tuto underscore dopio.
0: T-U-T-T-O underscore D-O-P-P-I-O.
1: Is that really, are they called handles? That's I, like in the old days, right? When people would have
0: breaker, breaker, she right. come back at you. Right? I don't know they
1: really they don't call it a uh, handle, do they? Okay.
0: Well, if you like the podcast, be sure to give us a review or a rating on iTunes. That really helps get the word out and helps other people find the podcast. Terry, thanks so much for that great review on there. I mean, we're kind of blushing. And Gussie, thank you very much for helping getting the word out. Help getting the word out to family and friends. We appreciate that a lot. So, if you like the podcast, let other people know. We uh, will be forever in your debt, Gina. Bocca al lupo. Crepi e lupo.
1: Ciao, arrivederci. Ciao 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 ciao.